Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Again, I'm Kate Ryan. Her grandmother remembers Micaiah Wilson at the trial of her alleged killers. I'm Megan Cloherty. The Pentagon has poppy seeds in its sights. As we were just telling you, we've got some light rain creeping into the region. And of course, we are getting ready for those temps near 80 tomorrow. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. A massive winter storm is stretching out across the country. People in 29 states are under weather alerts, including Minnesota. St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter. We expect it to have major impacts across the Twin Cities on every aspect of life, every aspect of city operations uh, for the rest of this week. Meteorologist Craig Allen with our affiliate WCBS. This is a coast-to-coast and border-to-border type system. Only the southeast states will escape the wrath of this storm system. They will be experiencing very warm temperatures and some strong gusty winds, but most of the thunderstorm activity will stay away from the Gulf Coast and the extreme southeastern states. We're hearing from the forewoman of the special grand jury that investigated former President Trump and his allies' alleged efforts to switch up Georgia's 2020 election results. CBS's Robert Costa with her public comments about recommendations on indictments. It's not a short list. Emily Coors interviews come unusually before the district attorney has announced how to proceed. It also follows a judge's partial release of a report last week on the special grand jury's findings, which states that jurors believe one or more witnesses might have lied during testimony. President Biden is meeting with Eastern NATO leaders on the third and final day of an overseas trip, marking the one-year anniversary of the war in Ukraine. And U.S. officials confirm Russia did launch a ballistic missile test to coincide with Mr. Biden's visit to Kiev on Monday. They say it failed. John Kirby at the National Security Council. We continue to monitor Mr. Putin's uh, nuclear posture as best we can. We've been doing that since he invaded a year ago. A deadly Israeli raid in the occupied West Bank today. Palestinian officials say at least nine people have been killed, 97 wounded in a rare daytime attack in Nablus. Israel's military confirms an operation's underway but gives no details. Worker protests are growing. CBS's Wendy Gillette. Strikes like this one of Texas Star Telegram newspaper employees spiked 50% last year. And the number of employees involved increased 60% compared to 2021. That's according to a new labor action tracker report from Cornell University. The increased labor action came amid inflation and a tightening market. Virginia's first black congresswoman is headed to Washington. Jennifer McClellan was chosen in a special election to replace fellow Democrat Donald McEachin, who died after the November election. Dow futures up 74. This is CBS News. Staples stores are a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. It's 8.03 on Wednesday, February 22nd. 45 degrees, clouds with rain today. Highs around 50. Good morning, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm John Aaron. The top local stories we're following this hour, home is where the high prices are. The average American is now paying more than 30% of their income to rent a place. 
Moody's Analytics says it's the first time the country's reached that threshold in their 20-plus years of tracking. It's a critical measurement for the U.S. Department of Housing, too, which says once families hit that percentage, it becomes difficult to afford basic necessities like food or medicine. A lot of this has to do with COVID. People fleeing bigger cities, causing rents to rise where they landed, and then many coming back to cities taking advantage of COVID rates that have now disappeared as the pandemic eases. The good news is rents are starting to slow down. Moody says Maryland is one of the top five states where rent-to-income ratios dropped in 2022. Shane S. WTOP News. When COVID-19 vaccines were starting to become available, many cities, including D.C., rolled out indoor vaccination mandates, which required restaurants, for example, to check for proof of vaccination for customers and staff. Researchers at George Mason University and two other institutions have looked over the effectiveness of those mandates. Now, in a comparison with cities that did not have mandates, researchers found that there wasn't much proof that they actually worked. COVID cases nor deaths from COVID were affected, and there's little evidence that it improved vaccination rates. One of the reasons for the lack of success, researchers found out it was too easy to travel to another location that didn't have a mandate. Now on a story you were just hearing in CBS News, after a special election in Virginia, the Commonwealth has now elected its first ever black congresswoman. Democratic State Senator Jennifer McClellan defeated Republican Pastor Leon Benjamin in Virginia's 4th Congressional District yesterday. We will make this Commonwealth and this country a better place for everyone. That district is anchored in Richmond and stretches southward to the North Carolina border. McClellan will replace the late Congressman Donald McEachin, who died in November. McClellan has represented parts of the Richmond area in the General Assembly since 2006. Benjamin had twice unsuccessfully challenged McEachin for the same seat in Congress. It's 8.05, another January 6th sentencing today. This time for a Pennsylvania woman accused of barging into former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office. Riley Williams was found guilty on six of the eight counts she was charged with including resisting or assaulting an officer and disorderly conduct in the Capitol. Williams was also charged with aiding and abetting the theft of a laptop that was stolen from Pelosi's office, but the jury deadlocked on that charge. She could get several years in prison. For the second time in two months, a Montgomery County Elementary School principal has notified parents of racist graffiti. In January, Westbrook Elementary School staff discovered Nazi symbols in a bathroom, and a student reportedly made anti-Semitic comments to staff. Now, the day after kids and parents gathered for a Chalk the Walk event where they decorated a walkway with positive messages, the letters KKK were found scrawled in two locations near the artwork. Principal Karen Cox sent a message to the Bethesda school community saying a March 1st meeting has been scheduled in person and online so the community can, quote, talk about ways we can move ahead. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Ten finalists for the prestigious Naismith High School Basketball Courage Award have been named, and a Bethesda teen is one of them. Walt Whitman's Hunter Hausman has been raising awareness about the dangers of fentanyl after his younger brother died last year after taking a counterfeit Percocet that was then laced with fentanyl. Hausman was nominated by his coach, Chris Lunn, who spoke to our news partners at NBC4. With Hunter's whole situation and the work he's done, uh, raising awareness to the fentanyl situation, um, I think it, it fit him perfectly. The Naismith Award recognizes a player's contributions on and off the court. Coming up, a new warning about poppy seeds, 807. Embracing agile modernization and practice and culture are critical for federal agencies migrating to cloud. 
Frank Reyes, Cloud Solutions Leader at Maximus, explains the inherent challenge in doing that in the series Forward Thinking Government, sponsored by Maximus. First and foremost, do you have an empowered leader that's going to champion this? You're going to have to have individuals that can make the decisions at the right level. What is that vision of your migration into the cloud? What is your mission outcome that you're trying to drive? Federal agencies are looking for new approaches to today's challenges. At Maximus, we are ready and focused on what's ahead, leading with new ideas ideas and emerging trends for government modernization, harnessing advanced technologies and data to drive transformation, creating a total experience for the delivery of citizen services. We are enabling innovation to enhance the efficiency of government to reimagine new possibilities for today. Learn more at Maximus.com slash federal. It's 808. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. How's it going over there, Jack? Well, we've got the slow traffic. Then we've got some work that's causing some slow traffic. So it's kind of a mixed bag. You will start in Virginia where we've got delays on 95 headed north. Coming up north into Fredericksburg. There was a wreck after Route 3. But before the Rappahannock got moved off the roadway to the left side, lanes now open. There's a delay building, though, out of Stafford headed south 95 to that work zone. That's leaving Stafford, basically headed down toward milepost 138, blocking the right lane. Northbound was also a little heavy in Aquia, briefly again in Woodbridge, then again in Lorton. You'll slow in the Springfield interchange, one, to get up onto 395, two, to get on the inner loop, heading slowly up into Annandale, where you should find your travel lanes open. 395 itself will slow Duke up to King Street, then to cross the 14th, slowing both directions. George Washington Parkway, watch for work after Spout Run going north, then again after 123 southbound. No accidents or anything, we're just slow as you leave the overlooks, headed back down toward the Key Bridge. Route 7 at Bishop's Gateway in Reston, a reported crash. Dark signals along Washington Boulevard at North Glebe Road. Listeners said the crew's on scene, but nobody's stopping, so just be very careful. 29 southbound in New Baltimore near Broad Run Church Road. That wreck was along the right side. It was a vehicle fire reported in the district inbound New York Avenue after North Capitol Street. Delays building I-295 North to try to exit in on the 11th Street Bridge, headed toward the freeway, 3rd Street Tunnel and Main Avenue, slowing from about the Maryland line on DC 295 South, headed toward East Capitol Street. Two wrecks that were southbound on the spur, either gone or at least out of the roadway. The first one seems to be causing the bigger delay after Democracy Boulevard had been in the left HOV lane. The second wreck was down before the Beltway. That got quickly moved over onto the shoulder. Unfortunately, the delay is back near Shady Grove Road, coming the entire trip south toward the lane divide. Top end headed in that direction. You're a little bit heavy coming out of Hyattstown toward Clarksburg, but then again, a brief delay in Germantown. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. And here's Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. Light rain overspreading the region, so watch out for damp roadways. The good news is we'll have cloudy skies for the evening commute, and the roadways mainly be dry. Temperatures in the low 50s today. We warm it up overnight into the mid 50s and Thursday will be just downright hot with a high of 80. But Friday things change. A cold front comes through early, drops our temperatures through the 50s. A couple of flurries on Saturday and then we are off to the races again upper 50s on Sunday. I'm Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. We have clouds right now but that rain is moving into the western and southern parts of our listening area. 43 in Gaithersburg, 47 in Arlington and in Lanham right now we have 
of 44 degrees. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 811, recalling the day her sister died right next to her. That was the unfathomable task of Micaiah Wilson's sibling in the trial of six men charged in connection with her murder. Police say Micaiah Wilson was killed in a gang retaliation by the Wellington Park crew against Clay Terrace, where the 10-year-old lived. On July 16, 2018, Wilson was shot through the heart after a group of people pulled up to her apartment complex and opened fire. I remember too vividly when it happened. You know, her mother called me and all she could say is, Ma, you got to get here. She's dying. Makaya's grandmother, Pandora Wilson, described seeing the girl's sister testify to what happened in her final moments of life. It's hard. It's heartbreaking. You know, my baby's not here. She can't speak for herself. So, you know, her sister has to. Outside D.C. Superior Court, Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. So what are the key essentials to pack before any trip? Here's my list. A photocopy of my passport page with all my details. An extra pair of eyeglasses. At least two AA, two AAA, and one 9-volt battery. Over-the-counter cold medications. And if I take any prescription drugs, a letter from my doctor specifying the generic name of the drug, in case I have to explain them to customs officers or need refills in a foreign country. And last but not least, a small pocket flashlight for navigating strange hotel rooms in the dark. For more information, visit PeterGreenberg.com. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. Start your weekend with original reporting. Welcome to CBS Saturday Morning. And the good things in life. Live music and variety. Bringing a little more wonder into the world. That's a great thing. Watch CBS Saturday Morning. Welcome to the weekend. On CBS. As a child, were you told to eat your vegetables? If so, that may have been sage advice. Deborah Feinstein talks with Dr. Julie Bauman, director of the George Washington University Cancer Center, about green chemo prevention research, cancer vaccines, and more. For WTOP's Get on Top of Your Health series. And there are a number of different ways in which people can take control of their cancer risk. One of those things that makes a really significant difference is the consumption of plants in one's diet. Your research is focusing on what's called green chemo prevention. Green chemo prevention is the use of plants or their simple extracts to prevent cancer or interrupt the pathways that lead to cancer. My work studies the cruciferous vegetable family, broccoli, kale, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, and is investigating the substances that live within plants that upregulate the body's capacity to fight environmental carcinogens and reduce inflammation in the body, the bad inflammation that leads to chronic disease, including cancer. Give us your ideas of things that people should be on the lookout for. Make sure that you're detecting and reporting anything that is abnormal in your body, a new lump or lesion, and being up to date on vaccinations, specifically the HPV vaccination, because human papillomavirus is responsible for at least 5% of cancers and is eminently preventable. The lessons learned from HPV vaccination are some of the most exciting things when we start to think about the use of the human immune system to prevent cancer. 
For more information about the GW Cancer Center, go to cancercenter.gwu.edu or visit WTOP.com and search Top Health. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 8-15, over to Frank. Capitals losing skid is up to five games. 3-1 loss to Detroit at home last night. Tom Wilson, the only goal for the Caps. Get this in the five-game losing skid. The other team has scored the first goal. So, yeah, that's key. Caps goalie Darcy Kemper. This game had a different feel to it, for sure. I think we were doing a lot of the right things. You know, we were supporting each other. We were working for each other. Just, uh, you know, we didn't get rewarded. And the right intentions were there. Just... Uh, didn't go how we wanted to. Caps will try to stop this losing skid tomorrow night against Anaheim. Maryland women made a season high 14 threes as they blasted number seven, uh, number six Iowa, rather, 96 68 last night in College Park. Tonight, it's Maryland taking on Minnesota. Terps 14 and one at home this season. Commanders reportedly expected to use a franchise tag on free agent defensive tackle Deron Payne, who was named to the Pro Bowl, had a career best 11 and a half sacks, but the Commanders and Payne still have until mid July to work out a long-term deal. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Yeah, today we toast one of the most popular drinks around, the margarita. It's National Margarita Day, and that perfect mix of tequila, lime juice, and orange liqueur dates back decades. One story credits the Tijuana restaurant Rancho La Gloria with mixing up the first margarita in 1938. Others say a Dallas socialite named Margarita Sames first invented the classic drink a decade later. No matter where it originally came from, today it's one of the most popular cocktails around. So where can you celebrate National Margarita Day? Agua 301 in Southeast is serving up $6 classics. And a classic at Bahama Breeze in Woodbridge will set you back $2.22 a glass. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. So do you go rocks or frozen? Oh, frozen. Yeah, me too. I don't want to have all that salt. The purists turn their nose up at frozen, even though I think that's the way to go. There are so many snobs (laughs) in the news industry, right? Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you this hour. Did those vaccine mandates really work in stopping the spread of COVID-19? Renters are paying a much larger chunk of their income for their homes. Virginia has its first ever black congresswoman. Democrat Jennifer McClellan won a special election yesterday to replace the late Donald McEachin. Stay with WTOP for more on these top stories in just minutes. Where it's 818. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Jack Taylor is in the traffic center. All right, there were two wrecks that caused some delays in Bethesda. Both were on the southbound spur. I think both are out of the roadway. There may only be one left to look at. It was closest to Democracy Boulevard off the roadway left side. The second crash was beyond that before the beltway. That got cleared over to the right shoulder. The slowdown, unfortunately, made it back almost to Shady Grove Road. It's also a little heavy. Southbound at 109, then again in Germantown. 95, really not too bad both ways between the beltways. Slowest, and it's just heavy, passing Route 100 as you come southbound. Baltimore-Washington Parkway, you've got some delays. 198 headed just past 197, but should find your lanes open. Georgia Avenue going northbound before Emory Lane up in Olney. This wreck has the right lane getting by. Box truck broke down on 704 headed west near Columbia Park Road. Last heard blocking that far left lane. The wreck on the ICC moved onto the shoulder, was westbound after New Hampshire Avenue. All lanes open, but the flashing lights remain on that right shoulder. 
Better news, riding under the inner loop, heading from 95 into and through College Park. There was an earlier wreck after Route 1. That's gone. There had been word of a vehicle on fire in the district. Unclear. New York Avenue inbound after North Capitol Street. Hoping that's been put out. DC 295 is getting slower. Eastern Avenue toward East Capitol Street. And a delay building quickly, I-295 North. We've been slow. Ox and Cove up to Laboratory Road. But we're slower now as you leave Malcolm X Avenue approaching Suitland Parkway. To and across the inbound 11th Street Bridge, headed up onto the freeway, headed toward the outbound Case Bridge. All right, you'll find in Virginia, delays both sides of the George Washington Parkway, basically between uh, the Overlooks and the Key Bridge. Northbound, I think, is work. Southbound is purely volume. 95 North coming into and through Fredericksburg. An earlier wreck before the Rappahannock moved over onto the shoulder left. Slow again, Dale City going into Woodbridge. New Baltimore, there was a crash on 29 South at Beverly's Mill Road. Had been blocking the right lane. And we've got slowing riding into that work zone that we'd had, leaving Stafford. As you head past exit 140 down to milepost 138, crews are working in that stretch and blocking the far right lane. Replace your afternoon coffee with a five-hour energy. It's perfect when you're feeling coffeeed out, and your stomach will thank you. Discover five-hour energy. Learn more at fivehourenergy.com. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill, who is starting to get wet now this morning? Yes, it'll move in the nation's capital very close to 9 o'clock. It is all across northern Virginia into the Shenandoah Valley right now. Just a couple hundredths of an inch per hour, but it will make the roadways wet, so leave yourself plenty of distance between you and the car in front of you. This rain that is moving through will exit by early this afternoon. It will be dry for the evening commute. Temperatures only in the low 50s today. We warm up into the mid-50s tonight. Tomorrow, we will have record warmth with a high of 80 degrees, so if you like summer weather, tomorrow is your day and if you want the return to cooler weather your day is on friday temperatures dropping through the 50s over the weekend will be near 40 on saturday upper 50s on sunday perhaps a flurry on saturday afternoon it is 43 at dallas international 45 at bwi marshall 46 right now at reagan national airport thanks chad brought to you by new look home design right now save 50 percent on all roofing materials and labor and coming up ice yards returns to yards park with ice carving and x throwing i'm jason fraley 821 after thoracic surgery, patient recovery is key. MedStar Washington Hospital Center uses preoperative planning measures called ERAS, which stands for Enhanced Recovery After Surgery. Thoracic surgeon Dr. John Lazar says following ERAS can shorten patients' recovery time and reduce complications. It's thinking about surgery before the surgery's even begun. Not using narcotics during surgery is a layer of ERAS that can help improve recovery. They're able to take a deep breath earlier. They're able to walk. They're able to do all of these things that they really need to do to get out of the hospital faster. ERAS brings together many teams and services to help improve patient outcomes. And it's become a little bit more of a multidisciplinary approach in the sense that I'm I'm talking to some of their other doctors. For more insights from Dr. Lazar, please visit MedStarWashington.org slash intel or call 202-877-DOCS for a consultation. Medical Intel, sponsored weekly by MedStar Washington Hospital Center. WTOP sat down with Lisa Brown Alexander, president and CEO of Nonprofit HR, to talk about nonprofit talent management in 2023. Talent acquisition will continue to be a priority. Think about your employer brand and how you show up as an employer. Monitor your reputation online. That can make or break whether or not someone will decide to join you. To watch the full interview, visit WTOP.com and search Nonprofit HR. 
Looking to integrate talent into your mission's strategic plan? During annual strategic planning, organizations often overlook what talent is needed to meet their goals. Partner with Nonprofit HR for your organization's talent management needs. We offer HR outsourcing and project-based consulting, including strategy and advisory, retained search, total rewards, and equity, diversity, inclusion, and justice. We also offer customized trainings for your workforce. Join the many social impact organizations that have trusted Nonprofit HR to help them increase mission impact through their peer. Visit nonprofithr.com. This is WTOP News. It's 8:23. So are we ready for this, John? A collaboration between the Rolling Stones and the two surviving Beatles is apparently in the works. That's mind-blowing, really. Industry trade publication Variety says it appears to be happening for a new Stones album. Multiple sources tell Variety Paul McCartney's already recorded his part. Ringo Starr said to contribute to the project, too. The new album would also include songs recorded with the Stones' late drummer Charlie Watts, who passed away in 2021 at the age of 80. It's not clear yet what songs will make the album and when it will actually be released. Not sure it'll be good, but definitely has my attention for sure. (laughs) There hasn't been much snow in D.C. this year, but you can pretend it's winter. The ninth annual Ice Yards returns to Yards Park on Saturday from 1 to 4 p.m. Hey, everyone. We're looking forward to seeing you down at the Yards, D.C. on Saturday for Ice Yard. It's going to be a lot of fun and a great cause. Marketing Director Jill Frederick invites you to an array of winter-themed activities. We have a snowboard simulator. We have axe throwing. We have iceless curling, live music, tons of yummy food and winter beverages, and then tons of Instagrammable moments. The main event is a polar plunge to raise money for Special Olympics, D.C. The polar plunge raises hundreds of thousands of dollars for the Special Olympics over the past several years. Tickets are $15, including a $5 donation. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. The Pentagon's warning service members to avoid poppy seeds, and the concern is it could affect drug testing. A memo telling service members to avoid eating poppy seeds, which are often found in bagels and muffins and other things we eat. Poppy seeds can absorb opium when they're harvested, which can cause false positives for morphine and codeine ingested in drug tests. The Pentagon memo says that recent data is showing poppy seeds may have more coding contamination than was actually previously thought. Money news at 25 and 55 after those notable stock losses yesterday. Dow futures are up 53 this morning. Meanwhile, the housing slump continues across the country. Higher mortgage rates mean that home sales are slipping. The D.C.-based National Association of Realtors said existing home sales in January dropped to their lowest level in more than 12 years. But there's a bit of a bright spot. The pace of the decline slowed, giving a little bit of optimism that the housing market could soon be reaching a bottom. Existing home sales fell 0.7% to a seasonally adjusted rate of 4 million homes last month, the lowest since October of 2010. That's WTOP's Dan Ronan. Microsoft signed the paperwork to deliver games such as Call of Duty to Nintendo's platforms for the next 10 years. It's a move designed to allay regulators' fears about its proposed Activision Blizzard takeover. Bloomberg reports Microsoft is battling to convince regulators and skeptical games industry players of its good faith in trying to acquire Activision. The agreement deal means that Call of Duty will be released to Nintendo players the same day and with the same features as its Xbox version. Money News brought to you by Amtrak. Amtrak knows sustainable travel. Their electric trains produce up to 83% fewer greenhouse gas emissions than driving. Book your ride to a greener future at Amtrak.com. Coming up.